With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hey, it's Doug Gottlieb. You know, our trusted partner, Tyrac.com, for fast, free shipping, free roadhouse protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires, like the highly consumer-rated Firestone Destination AT2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive, simply go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Getting closer and closer to the weekend and closer and closer to week one of the college football season. Welcome in. It is the Doug Gottlieb Show. Aaron and I sitting in Doug's chair. Hit Aaron up on Twitter at Aaron underscore Torres. You can find me on Twitter at Dan Byer on Fox. Aaron, as much as I love college football, uh, week zero just doesn't do it for me. Even if you have a great game between Nebraska and Northwestern with a lot of different storylines, I am jacked up. I'm jacked up for Thursday college football, Penn state and purdue playing in a big 10 opener on fox and then of course saturday's tilt i cannot wait for college football to get here see i i disagree let off the bat let's get confrontative here oh, geez. Uh, confrontational i think i just made up a word good start by me just making stuff up uh so i like week zero because it's like a soft launch of a restaurant it's like you know you and me dan we're college football guys so we're gonna be on the couch all day every saturday from now until early December, right? And and obviously you hosting the Sunday show, you're locked in seven, uh, you know, basically 7 days a week because of of your love for college football, but then also hosting Red Zone Radio on Sundays. And so for me, I liked that I could watch the games, but I could still get up get one or two things done, go get a bite to eat, get back, not feel like I'm missing a million different things. And then when Nebraska Northwestern goes final, uh, there's stuff on including my UConn Huskies on FS1. But it wasn't like a, a, the full commitment of I have to be locked in 
because I know I'm going to be talking about it. When you know, I host on Saturday nights here on the network, and uh, you know, for, from 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 Eastern, I'm going to be locked in right until I leave to come to do this show during the Ohio State Notre Dame game. So uh, I, I like Week Zero only because, like I said, it kind of lets you kind of a little muscle memory, if you will, of uh, of sitting on the couch all day and watching football. But if there was no Nebraska, if there was no Nebraska storyline. Let's just say that Northwestern, let's just say beat Purdue, uh, who's going to play on Thursday against Penn State. The, is it is it the same way for you? Because because that's that's the thing is I think Nebraska gave us so much because their season almost was over before it started because it was week zero and they lose in the way that they do. But there wasn't like a, a, a list of games where you're like, man, I do want to. I know the Hawaii thing is, you know, Vandy and Hawaii, you know, it's late and it's a different sort of thing. But if it was Northwestern and Purdue, would you have felt the same way? I still would have enjoyed having something to watch. I will say yeah. I, I will say. Uh, having a real storyline does help. It was funny. Uh, right on my way into the studio here, I, I called somebody and was just kind of talking about the weekend that was. And it is amazing how we go in saying that we're not going to overreact to week zero, but there's such little inventory that you can't help but not to. And, and I bring it up because uh, Vanderbilt was playing Hawaii during my time slot. And, you know, I, you, you go on social media and, and you see, you know, Vanderbilt, Really don't look bad this year. Might win a couple games in the <laughs> SEC. It's like, no, they stink. Hawaii fired their coach in January because half the players transferred. Uh, Hawaii might be the worst team in college football. Let's not get over our skis on Vanderbilt. But to your point, yes, there is always overreaction, but it was nice to have a legitimate storyline, and it would have felt different without the Nebraska storyline. I do agree with that. Yeah, and I think that Nebraska is, is one of those teams in college football. They're not at the level that they, they once were, but they are intriguing. Another Iowa fan base can't stand them and there's you know big 10 fan bases in that big 10 west that really get fed up with nebraska it was different though 20 and 30 years ago when you talk about notre dame ohio state which is the marquee game on saturday saturday night 7 30 eastern time kick when you get those two schools you want to talk about like i think that there are i i, I think that there are five schools aaron right now that if you're not a fan of that school People, there's a good chance that other college football fans probably despise you. Hmm. And and I think that Notre Dame and Ohio State are two of the schools in that top five. And that's what makes this game so intriguing. It's not that it's two versus five in the AP poll, which it is. Um, it's, it's not that these teams don't face off too often. I remember when they played in 95 and 96. They played in a couple of bowl games uh, against each other since then. But, you know, they're close in proximity, neighboring states, but you don't have two college football powers with this much, I don't know, uh, hatred towards them by everybody else. Like there's it's, – it's not just a Michigan thing with Ohio State. I don't think anybody wants to see Notre Dame do good. And outside of maybe Ohio or being a Buckeye fan, I think a lot of people are like, gosh, I hope Ohio State loses. I'm sick of Ohio State. And I think that's what makes this weekend so great is because now you're trying to figure out this matchup specifically, Aaron, of if you don't have a dog in the fight – and I know most of the other college football fans and everybody in the SEC probably wants both these teams to lose this game. But if you had a dog in the fight, who would you pick? Like, who, who if you don't have a dog in the fight, who would you pick to win? And I, I just think that if, if you're on the outside looking in, you really have to cheer for Ohio State in this hmm. game. Okay. And, and the, reason, the reason being is it's, it's not only the, the hatred of it, but it's what happens with the Notre Dame train. Because if Notre Dame wins this game, where they are a double-digit underdog, 17 points uh, entering the matchup in Columbus, maybe 17 and a half in some places, the hype is going to explode, Aaron. And nobody wants that. If, if Notre Dame beats Ohio State on Saturday, Notre Dame will be number one in the college football poll the next week. There, there, there will be the hype will be there and the media may say that they don't play into it, but they absolutely play into it. And not only would that hype train start, it would continue for the next two months 
because there really isn't a game on Notre Dame's schedule until they face Clemson in early November that would make Notre Dame be a team like, oh, Notre Dame could lose that game. So you would get two months of full Notre Dame fighting Irish hype and propaganda down your throat if Notre Dame wins on Saturday. And that is why if you don't want that, if you are sick of Notre Dame and you can't stand them, and maybe you hate Ohio State as well, but I think in this instance, Ohio State is the lesser of two evils with these two schools. So college football is a a narrative-based sport. It's why we love it so much is because there are narratives that are are factually correct. There are narratives that are not, but it doesn't stop people from – um, you know, playing into him. So, you know, for years I've heard that Notre Dame is totally overrated. Well, since the start of 2018, they have they're 44 and seven overall. Uh, basically, two of those losses are to Clemson, one's to Alabama, one's at Michigan. I think one or two is to Georgia. So, I bring it up to say. I don't think Notre Dame is overrated. I think they're probably a little bit underrated. And if anything, if you want to argue they haven't won enough big games, then they're properly rated. They're they're a team that wins the games they're supposed to, but doesn't beat those elite programs. So why I I do sort of disagree with you is that I I do think they'd be number one in the country if they were to beat Ohio State. I think they should be number one if they win at the horseshoe. But I think what's going to happen is two things. One, Everyone that I know of, I haven't seen anybody really make a compelling argument that anyone other than Bama should be number one. So you'd already have the annoying, well, Notre Dame's number one, but they don't really deserve it. And then two, I just think because they're such a vitriol for Notre Dame, I don't disagree that people hate them, but because they're such a vitriol for Notre Dame and because I think college football fans would have trouble wrapping their heads around the idea that Notre Dame just won a big game that mattered, I think the immediate default from most college football fans would be, well, Notre Dame won. Eh, it must mean Ohio State's overrated. Buckeyes stink. They lost to Michigan last year. They're on the decline. Is Ryan Day the right guy? Is he just a great play caller, but they can't coach defense over there? To me, I look at it as almost the opposite. I, I do think they'd be number one. I do think the conversation would be intense, and it would be exhausting, Dan. But I also think if they won, I think the conversation would be more, well, you know, Ohio State probably wasn't as good as everybody thought, more than it would be to actually give Notre Dame credit. Your theory is too nuanced. That's the, that's the problem with it, is because we don't look at it like that. In fact, you know, it's, it's, it's known on the network. We've talked about it. I've been an Ohio State fan since I was about seven or eight years old. Their defense uh, is a big is is I think a question mark. You bring in Jim Knowles from Oklahoma State as their new defensive coordinator, and all you hear is they've got guys. They they've got they've got <laughs> yep. they've got studs. They do, but there is a change. Their defense was their fallback last, and they season. were good. Yeah, no, they had but, guys last year, but continue. Yeah, and 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 so that so when you look at them this year, what you look at is you see oh C.J. Stroud's back. Travion Henderson is in the backfield. And, oh, yeah, guess what? C.J. Stroud's going to be thrown to Jackson Smith and Jigbo. Just had 300-plus yards receiving in a Rose Bowl against Utah. It's kind of a fantasy football aspect of college football. And I don't think that it – like, I don't think that people are going to say that Ohio State is overrated because there may be a chance that they're already overrated right now. Sure. And, and, and we don't know if Notre Dame goes in there and, and pulls the upset. I just think it's the grand scale – of Notre Dame and it's the casual college football fans and it's going to be it's everybody knows them everybody has a friend who is a fan of Notre Dame the like, Duke basketball Notre Dame football fan yeah we know a bunch of those I it, two houses down randomly <laughs> from where I live a guy was a Notre Dame fan they moved away but like so we move into a neighborhood and almost in two houses down there's a Notre Dame fan down the street and there's going to be an ND on a car or a license plate frame or just a buddy that you know that is a fan of Notre Dame and those are the people that are going to become insufferable for the next two months if they win this game Ohio State is they win this game there are opportunities where they could maybe be upended at big ted play but also aaron like their biggest game of the year is probably michigan and that is still going to be hanging over them and can they avenge last year's loss coming up at the end of november so there isn't like this this path for like ohio state you still know that that challenge is coming up and while notre dame has clemson and they have usc on their schedule 
We're not pinpointing that. I think that we'd be sitting there and looking at this win against Ohio State and looking at Marcus Freeman and what he has now done and always changed the culture at Notre Dame. And so as much as it pains other college football fans, especially in Ann Arbor and especially in the SEC, I really think that Ohio State is the team that they got it. If you want sanity in your college football <laughs> world over the next two months, Ohio State's the school you got to cheer for. Let me ask you really quick, because you are an Ohio State fan, if Ohio State, so Ohio State is up to, in most sports books, 17, 17 and a half points, right? So there is a very plausible scenario where they win by three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. If they win by three touchdowns, do does the Ohio State fan and the college football fan, do, does that immediately default to one of two things? Does it default to, and I'm just curious which one you think it'll be. Well, that's what they were supposed to do. And again, it goes back to maybe what I said earlier. Notre Dame's always overrated. They stink. We were mm-hmm. supposed to win by 17. We won by 20. Good for us. Or do you think it defaults the other way of, oh, well, we weren't sure about that defense, or we weren't totally this, or we weren't, we can beat Bama. Like, what, what do you think, if Ohio State does what Vegas thinks they're going to do, what do you think the conversation is Saturday night, Sunday on your show with George Reister, Monday? Uh, yeah. What do you think? I don't, uh, I, I personally don't agree with it, but I think it's the latter. Interesting. I think that I think just just like people would be, you know, or that are looking at them right now. You know, if if they win sixty to forty two, yep, is that, is that a great win? You it's know, like they totally cover, fair. they win by three touchdowns, but you give up forty two points in doing so. I, I mean, like that's and and I, I mean, if 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 you win forty two seventeen, you win forty two twenty one, different story. But I think that if you win, you know, if you're giving up more than thirty points in a game. Um, I, I think that it would be the runaway of, yeah, Ohio State's number one. I'm seeing them, you know, a lot of number one in people's college football playoff projections, even with having Alabama number two. Um, and that win against Notre Dame would be a good resume. It's it's really nice to have on your resume. But I think that people would, you know, would, would do the latter, that they would think like, yeah, this is this is the team. Look out because they have all the pieces and they have all the pieces in the right spots as well. Running back, quarterback, wide receiver. That you know, I mean, it it truly is, but that doesn't that doesn't mean everything in college football, and that's where I think people can kind of get can kind of get wrapped up into it. Yeah, I think I think that's probably fair. I think it's it's not if you win by twenty one, it's how you look doing it. I agree. If 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 it's um, you know uh, uh, f- you know fifty six to thirty four sure. or whatever, it's a lot different than if it's forty five to fourteen. Or and here's here's and I'll just I'll finish with this. This will be my final point. If Ohio State wins, by no means does it guarantee them a spot in the college football playoff. Oh, no. No, no absolutely not. And, Aaron, my, my motto has been September doesn't matter. In the college football playoff era, September does not matter because there's enough time for, you know, schools to rebound. So if Ohio State does lose, but they run the table in the Big Ten and they beat Michigan, I think there's a pretty good chance they'll probably be in the college football playoff. They don't have to likely run the table to do so but I think there'd be a pretty good chance that they would be there so this game actually may not matter and I don't think that it actually does matter in the grand scheme of things very rarely do we actually come down to an actual head-to-head matchup uh and how teams play then who should get in and who shouldn't but if Ohio State loses and run the table they're going to get in but if they win by no means does this mean that they they will cakewalk to the college football playoff no tough schedule they they have on top of the normal Penn State Michigan State Michigan they also have Iowa and Wisconsin as well so no means at all uh I I I think it is the most fun part of the college football is the conversations that come after the games but I think trying to project what they will be before the games is a lot of fun too we could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you could redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Coming up next, college football fans, don't worry. We still got you covered. Our good buddy RJ Young dives into week one. And where does he side in this Notre Dame-Ohio State showdown? That's next here on Fox. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. 
go find it now and hit follow. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top not of that, like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer in for Doug today on this Wednesday. Aaron, I'm not lying. Social media coming through. Keegan tweets in, dang, Dan Byer on Fox. What a Notre Dame football hater. Whoa. Uh, and, then, and then my cousin Mitch actually tweets in and said exactly what I, <laughs> what I said earlier. Uh, Mitch uh, tweets in, I wish both teams could lose. Yes, that so, so very common see, sentiment. Yeah, uh, that is that that is the feeling of uh, of I think many around this country. We will ask the feeling of one R.J. Young, Fox College football analyst and host of the number one show podcast, as he joins us now here on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, R.J. Good to talk to you again. Dan, Aaron, nice to hear you guys. Appreciate you having me on. So Aaron and I at the top, we're talking about this showdown Sunday or Saturday in Columbus, Notre Dame, Ohio State, two versus five. And, and we went back and forth on if you don't have a dog in the fight, who do you want to win the, or this game? Or maybe better yet, who do you want to lose? And I just think I think fans should want Notre Dame to lose because then the Notre Dame hype train begins. Uh, Aaron disagreed, thinking that maybe now all of a sudden we're going to put Ohio State atop that mountain higher than Alabama if they win this game. What do you think the ramifications are from Saturday's game Uh depending on the turnout of Ohio State winning or Notre Dame winning, what do you think we're going to get out of Columbus after Saturday? I think if Ohio State wins, the first thing that we're going to get is exactly what we thought we were going to get. Number one, number two, stay the same. Alabama and Ohio State are my two picks to make the national championship game, and nothing would change on that front. They would have beaten a top-five opponent, even one that some people think is overranked. And the spread has reflected this, too, because it's been bedded down by three points just in the last 24 hours. But I also think if Notre Dame were to upset Ohio State, 
we'd be right back where we were last year when Oregon upset Ohio State, which means that Ohio State is going to give you everything they got because their back is against the wall. They'd have to make it all the way through Thanksgiving, win that game against Michigan, win the Big Ten championship, and be that one-loss team representing the Big Ten in the to CFP, but like for Notre Dame, I think I think this only helps you, right? You could probably lose one game to nobody in particular, and nobody would care because you beat a team we all think is good. Either way, I expect the winner of this game to make the college football playoff. So, so that's one less slot, I guess, you would have for anybody else. Sure. So let me ask you a question, RJ. Um, so th- there was all sorts of reports today about, um, you know, the Big 12. Are they initiating TV talks? Are they not? But one byproduct of it was there are now other reports that it could expedite the process of Oklahoma and Texas going to the SEC. I can't fully wrap my head around it. I know you're a big Oklahoma guy, pretty plugged into that program. Is that something that off the top of your head you can kind of explain? Because I'm trying to figure out what the two, what the correlation would be there. I think you're, you're trying to make a deal based on what the Big 12 is going to be in the future and not what the Big 12 is today. You don't have Oklahoma and Texas as a part of those talks. As a matter of fact, I thought it was kind of funny, but also poignant that Mike Gundy pointed out at Big 12 Media Days, I don't know why we let OU and Texas into our meeting. Like, why, why would we give them information they could take with them to use elsewhere? You're also looking at a conference that is likely going to be in a negotiation and or having those same slots with the same network in ESPN, right, among others. I don't know that it facilitates OU or Texas leaving early because if you're the Big 12, you want to get your money out of OU and Texas, and if they got the money to pony up to leave early, then by all, by all means, go with God. But I don't think that OU and Texas want to give up any part of their money, so I think that as soon as that gets figured out, then we'll know more. But I don't see how the TV negotiations further that along. RJ Young joining us here on Fox Sports Radio. So, so what happens to your state? What happens to the state of Oklahoma in 2025? Like, like is, oh, is it now uh, an SEC? St- like, is is Stillwater just going to be this foreign place that, it, that nobody nobody talks about anymore? What, what's going to happen to the state? Well, I mean, not to hurt anybody's feelings, but this is Oklahoma Sooner territory. That's what Oklahoma is. It is perhaps oh, you got that corner over there in Stillwater next to me in Tulsa. That's orange, and I got a lot of friends that went to Oklahoma State, and I wish them well. But if you go anywhere else. Hey, it's sooner born, sooner bred. It's the Oklahoma Sooners that is the mascot. It is the Sooner State. And by the way, this state bleeds to the South, all right? Like, I, I always get upset about these conversations we have about Midwest, Heartland, Great Plains. No, Oklahoma thinks of itself as being a part of the Southeast. We got more in common with Alabama, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi than we do with Kansas, Nebraska, Illinois. So I think we're going to be just fine on that front. And for Oklahoma State, it is an opportunity to do what I think Mike Gundy is doing, which is putting down a flag saying, no, this is our conference now. We run it. You all answer to us. And if they get back to the Big 12 championship and they win it this year, I think that is going to pick up a lot more pace as we get closer to 2025. So really quick, I don't mean to turn this into strictly an Oklahoma conversation, but <laughs> uh, no, no, because I want your perspective because I, I'm, you know, I can't speak to where they'll be five years from now when they're in the SEC competitive, uh, you know, in that landscape, but I really like the Sooners coming into this year, and I know you mentioned Big 12 Media Days. Baylor, the reigning champ, was picked to win there, but I look at them. I mean, I would presume the defense will be better with Brent Venables, and I think, uh, you know, I know the three of us love college football, but I think unless you're a diehard, you probably don't know much about Dylan Gabriel, but reuniting with a guy that, that had called plays for him previously uh, in the, the Oklahoma offensive coordinator, Jeff Levy, I, I think they have a chance to be really good, and I don't know if you could say a, a team that's ranked in the top ten is being, like, under-talked about coming into the year, but I, I think that there's a lot of people that think there's going to be this natural drop-off without Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams, and I'm not totally sold that that's going to happen. I'm as clear-eyed as any Oklahoma fan you're ever going to meet, so much so that I get an unquestioned amount of hate on the Twitters every time I bring up this point about what I think they are losing or not losing. But I think they're in a really good spot, Aaron. Like, it's not just that you have Jeff Levy and Dylan Gabriel together who know this offense that's going to go fast and run a lot of plays. I take Brent Venable taking this job at Oklahoma the way that I saw Kirby Smart taking the job at Georgia. This is the only job he wanted. This is the one he was waiting for. This is one of those two whales of defensive coordinators everybody wanted to hire as a head coach. And he is coming in, not unlike Kirby Smart, to fix what is broken. And it's not a whole hell of a lot that's broken. Let's be honest about that. They won 11 games last year. And see if they can get not just the Big 12 championship, 
but into the college football playoff and then win the thing, right? Because that's the point. If you're an OU fan, you've been to the CFP before. You just don't want to get beat down and ran. And I think it took Kirby Smart one year to get right in Georgia. They go 8-5. and five. The next year, they're playing the Rose Bowl. They beat my Sooners. They get to the national championship game. Five-year plan, they win the national championship, right? I think you're seeing that from Brent Venables. The problem with this is they're going to step up in class in two years, which means that he's on the clock. If he doesn't get it done in these first two years, it's going to be really difficult to get it done in that new conference. R.J. Young joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show at Fox Sports Radio. I'm Dan Beyer. He's Aaron Torres sitting in for Doug today. So you mentioned Kirby Smart. Do you think that he likes uh, facing uh, his former assistant or Dan Lanning, former coordinator? Is it an advantage? Is it a disadvantage as Georgia takes on Oregon on Saturday? I think it's an advantage for Kirby Smart, not so much for Dan Lanning. I say this because we see Nick Saban playing against his assistants all the time, and all he does yeah. is get them down. You know, as a matter of fact, Kurt, what was it? Jimbo Fisher got the first win of any of these assistants against Nick Saban. I thought it was the funniest thing ever. But Kirby also knows I've got athletes. I've got dudes. i got the dudes you helped me recruit, dudes I know you want to keep on your team that are still on my team. I guess the point here that I'm raising is Oregon needs to try to keep this close. I think Kirby Smart's going to get a big kick out of knowing Dan Lanning's tendencies, knowing Tosh LePoy's tendencies, because all those guys were on the same staff at Alabama and then see what they can do defensively. For me, I'm going to be watching what the offense can do. If they're able to run on Oregon, it's, it's done. Kenny McIntosh, Kenny, uh, Kendall McClellan, they can go. If you can force Stetson Bennett to throw the ball 35 times, you could probably win that, but I just don't see that happening in this game. I know on your recent show, uh, RJ, you talked a lot about Quinn Ewers, Texas. Um, what, what, are, what are your expectations for him? But then what are realistic expectations for Texas? A lot of hype, but they've had some preseason injuries. What do you realistically expect for the Longhorns? I expect a 4,000-yard passer and 40 touchdowns. Wow. Right? We'll see about the interceptions on this. But this dude came out with such hype because it was earned. Right? He's in this caliber of player that is alongside Trevor Lawrence, is alongside Bench Young. He was rated that highly coming out. And then he reclassified to get to Ohio State. And Ryan Day did not turn down anything but his collar, knowing what he had at quarterback, too. Steve Sarkeesian was able to make it work with Tua Tonga-Baloa and make it work with Matt Jones. I think that now he's got a guy that can sling it all over the yard. It's about can they protect him. And if they can, I expect him to put up a bunch of numbers. Now, for Texas, we're probably going to overreact to the game they play against Alabama, whether they win or lose, right? If they're in that game, I expect them to be in a game with Oklahoma and then in the Big 12 championship game if they're able to get past Oklahoma. So I'm all in on Texas being good. I understand they're young, and I know Steve Sarkeesian has said we've got more underclassmen than upperclassmen. That gives me the willies that you got to say it more than once. But that said, I think they can make some noise in the Big 12. But if you win the Big 12 championship and you're Texas, I think you're going to get into the college football playoff. If you're Baylor, Oklahoma State, probably not. We've seen this with Oklahoma. Find him on Twitter at RJ underscore Young. Check him out on the number one college football show podcast. And, of course, You can hear him here on Fox Sports Radio. See him on FoxSports.com. So much more. Fox Sports college football analyst, R.J. Young. R.J., we appreciate it. Can't wait for week one. Thanks again, man. Amen. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Aaron. Thank you, R.J. That was that was good stuff. I love talking stuff, with RJ yes. and talking about games. You know, I I completely agree with him on the Georgia Oregon sort of thing. Like, I always go with teacher over pupil. Sure. Yeah. But, yes. You know, like like no, just like that. Like that's where the edge is. But you would have to think. Coming off the season that Georgia had, you know, of just thinking of like, okay, maybe they just it wouldn't be game number one where you know, like, where, because Dan Lanning does have some knowledge on what Georgia can do. No, Georgia just may have the guys, and it, you know that may be enough to to beat Oregon on Saturday. But I I I, I usually go you know uh, teacher over pupil, but I just ha- would have to think that Kirby Smart probably doesn't love it as much as maybe a different opener that he would have had. Well, and and uh, the 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 thing that stands out to me about that one too is it's not it's not as though Dan Lanning uh, do- doesn't have a, a you know a loaded roster. I mean, Mario Cristobal left that cupboard full. Yeah. Uh, that's obviously a team as as RJ referenced that went to Ohio State and won last year. I know they have some some new pieces, obviously, uh, but they won at Ohio State. They went into November with a chance to make the 
the college football playoff. This isn't, you know, Nick Saban uh, playing one of his former assistant coaches at, uh, you know, Appalachian State or something like that. This is a, a, a top 15 team that's legitimate, has the talent to beat Georgia. But again, you know, I, I don't expect it to happen with the game in Atlanta, but it isn't inconceivable. I also think game one yeah, is, I see what you're yeah. has got more of the uh, of the variables being thrown in. If it's game six, and that may be that may be why you know Nick Saban has such a great record because maybe those other games aren't happening week one; they're happening in other times uh, later on in the season. But game one, when there's a lot of different variables, you don't know how your team's going to respond. You're always interested. I would just have to think that you know, like you know, Georgia is a 17 point favorite, but just probably wouldn't be the best uh, best matchup that Kirby Smart would want. But he claims to know who Oregon's going to start at quarterback, so maybe he's got that edge <laughs> he did say over, that, yep. over Dan Lanning. There could be some big changes in college sports. Aaron's has got, Aaron has a thought on some of those things that could be changing. But first, Monty Bolaños joins us to give us the latest of what's happening on this hump day. What's going on, Monty? Hola. Hi. Happy Wednesday. Hump day. Yeah. It is here. It yes, is It is here. all downhill from here. <laughs> No, don't say that. We, no, but that's, oh, I don't know, the, is that the I, good thing or the bad I guess, thing? Like, right? It depends how you look at it. You're, you're right. in sports, your free time is all downhill from here, I can tell you that much. <laughs> right. <laughs> A lot of football. Hashtag fact. Hashtag fact. Yes, football stuff still happening today. The Eagles are trading former first-round wide receiver Jalen Rager to the Vikings in exchange for a 2023 seventh-round pick and a 2024 conditional fourth-round pick. That could de-escalate to a fifth-round pick if certain statistical marks are not met. They're planning to use him, though, not just as a receiver, but also in the return game. The Chargers officially signed running back Sony Michel, of, formerly of the Dolphins. The terms of the deal, though, have not been disclosed at the moment. Raiders tight end Darren Waller, who didn't practice much during training camp because of a hamstring issue, is back on the field, and apparently he looks ready for a week one against the Chargers. The NFL Network is reporting that Josh Gordon, who led the NFL in receiving yards back in 2013, is actually on his way today, right now, to visit the Titans, so we'll see what happens there. The Athletic is reporting that Giants wide receiver Kadarius Toney, who missed most of training camp with the knee and leg issue, is also practicing today. He looks ready for their one-week opener against the Titans. Let's move on to Major League Baseball. USA Today just reported that White Sox manager Tony LaRussa will be away from the team indefinitely due to a medical issue. There aren't many details, but obviously this seems like something personal. He is 77. Sure. He left suddenly yesterday ahead of the White Sox game against the Royals, so he will be out indefinitely. We have two games going on right now in Major League Baseball. The Astros are beating the Rangers 5-2, top of the fourth inning. The Pirates are taking on the Brewers. The Brewers are two and a half games back of the last wildcard spot in the NL, and they are currently losing to the Pirates 1-0, bottom of the fifth inning. Later on, though, the Orioles are going to take on the Guardians at 6-10 p.m. Eastern time, and that is our Discover card key matcher brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover, you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Back to you guys. You know, it's it's crazy because when you think back to Super Bowl 53, like Rams, Patriots, it was an awful Super Bowl. It was boring. <laughs> and Patriots don't care. They won. But it was just an awful game to watch. What, 13 to 3 was the was the final. Uh, you had Sonny Michelle, who was the star running back for the Patriots. He's now on what is like third team, uh, fourth team now with the Chargers, as Monty said. Jared Goff was starting quarterback of the Rams. Now, uh, you know, pushed off to Detroit. That was just four years ago. Mm -hmm. You know, these are these are like in that game, and not that golf was great at that time. He was better the year before, but you know, even Todd, you know, there was the Todd Gurley knee question. Like, how much things can change in the NFL? Crazy, you know, in just four years. Zero doubt, uh, zero doubt, and um, I think it's all sports, right? I mean, we're talking about uh, college football a minute ago. I mean, Marcus Freeman, who would have ever thought that Brian Kelly would retire anywhere other than Notre Dame, especially if he was going to stay in college. One thing, if he goes to the NFL, um, you know, Oregon, obviously they thought they were set with Mario Cristobal. Maybe that's the only job that he leaves for is Miami. So it's wild. I don't know if it's just our society as a whole or what, Dan, but it feels like stuff in sports moves so much faster. I mean, the NBA with all these trade requests and et cetera, et cetera. Um, crazy world we live yeah. in, crazy world. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Monty. We'll get Monty in just a little bit. She's got a game for us. But uh, there, there's NCAA meetings going on. 
Aaron, that could uh, change some things uh, that we see moving forward, especially when it comes to penalties handed down to schools uh, via infractions. This caught your attention. Well, yeah, it caught my attention because, I mean, it really is. We use, like, especially in college athletics now, the term groundbreaking quite a bit or, or, you know, game-changing, whatever you want to call it. But uh, basically, there's proposals for all sorts of things, eliminating postseason bans, eliminating scholarship. Like, basically, if you break the rules, I don't know what the punishment would be, but it would be nothing like we've seen ever before. And, you know, I was just thinking about it as we were, uh, uh, you know, getting ready for the show this morning, is that this is something that I think everybody's called for for a long time, right? Is that you shouldn't be punishing people that weren't involved with whatever the rule breaking was. So uh, if a school breaks rules five years later, the kids that that are there now that weren't there then shouldn't be punished. I also do find it interesting in the college sports space that it is to me, it does strike me that, uh, you know, demand, 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 change, 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 everything has to change, and then it changes and people get mad at it, right? So uh, for uh, as long as I've been following college sports, there's been a push uh, for players to get paid, and, and I don't think NIL is a bad thing, but then what happens? Some people believe that Texas A&M is manipulating the situation. Everybody's mad about it. Nick Saban's talking about it. 13 other fan bases in the SEC are upset about it. And I do wonder if we do eliminate postseason bans, things like that, I think there's going to be a lot of people upset at a school like Kansas basketball that has still been under investigation. They win the NCAA tournament last year. Their rivals were mad. And then, oh, by the way, the thought was, well, they won it last year, but the hammer might come down in 2022-2023. Now they're allowed to play in the tournament. It's same with uh, them, same with a few other schools. And then you have other schools like Arizona, Auburn, etc. that have have Mm self-imposed bans and all that stuff. So it, it just strikes me as there's always everybody wants change, and then it comes and people get mad about it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. The the NIL stuff I think is I think people thought, and I'm guilty. I'm one of them. I thought that I I actually I don't know why I feel so stupid. I feel so naive about it, but I just I I didn't think it would be as big of a deal as it was, and and I feel actually stupid thinking of it thinking that it was going to be a certain way. I'm like, oh, this, you know, this guy's, you know, goes as a line, uh, you know, an offensive lineman at, uh, you know, Virginia mm-hmm. Tech. Maybe he'll, you know, get, get a, you know, he'll get some cash because the local car dealership in, in Blacksburg, Virginia, will want to throw some, you know, money at him. I, I, I didn't expect this. And I think that's what, like, that's the thing is, like, people thought, oh, it's going to be one thing. And then it became something totally else. I'm not the way of being like, hold on a sec. This isn't what I thought it was. But I think a lot of people are in the in that boat. I think that the postseason ban stuff is like the student loan stuff. Of people being like, wait a sec. Why did I have to serve the yep, postseason exactly ban? Exactly right. And now all of a sudden, these people don't have to just because it's two years later, you know. And so that's that's where I think a, a lot of that stuff will come. I I don't think that the postseason ban was was good for for anybody like because because to your point of like it stunk for fans it stunk for the players that were there that had nothing to do with it sometimes here and the coaches weren't there yep. so i can understand the reason for you know for you know doing away with it but still doesn't make it any better for a school that had to serve a you know a postseason ban and then now maybe as you said a school like kansas may not have to worry about it at all zero doubt and um yeah i just i the reaction when some of these schools that have been under investigation forever get away with it and i think kansas basketball and i know we're talking college football today but i think kansas basketball is going to be the most notable one is is for years their biggest rivals have been waiting when are they going to get punished you know as you said the arizona's other schools have self-imposed ncaa postseason bans to avoid what kansas was potentially going to get and now it looks like kansas is going to get off without it remember when schools would like you know they'd be like in college hoops it'd be like you know six and ten and they're like, yeah. Oh, it's oh coming, yeah. It's coming down the pike. Let's just let's just self-impose it now. We're not going to go to the tournament anyway. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That was <laughs> Auburn did that one year. LSU yeah. football actually did that the year after they won the title. It was during the COVID year. They were like four and five, and with one game left, they're like, yeah, we might have some problems. So uh, we're 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 banning ourselves from a bowl uh, in a year where they stunk, and frankly, nobody wanted to play in a bowl anyway. So uh, He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Beyer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, we get our magnifying glasses out and trying to decipher from, or try to decipher what is real and what is fake. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. 
Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? (laughs) Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today Dan Byer, he's Aaron Torres sitting in for Doug on this Wednesday. Today's show is brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you could redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Let's play a game. This is game time. It's game time. On the Doug Gottlieb Show. Monty Bolaños brings us today's game. What's going on, Monty? Yeah. John, what's our game today? Real news, fake news. Boom. All right. We ready, fellas? Yeah. Deciphering what's real and what is fake. What is real and what is fake. Okay. Real or fake? Jeannie Buss said that Russell Westbrook was the Lakers' most consistent player last season. You want me mm. to go or? Mm. Yeah, go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead. You can take that one. 
I have, it's not that I have the answer. Um, you I have it. I feel it. One of two. I mean, he was ah. consistently bad. I mean, that that's a thing. He, he you know, he was consistently bad. <laughs> I point. just knowing that she did a recent interview, I will say that that is real news. Right, they're real on. and they're spectacular. All right. <laughs> Jeannie Buss throwing him under the bus, it sounds like. Really, though. But you're right. Yes. Good job. Good job. All right. Next one. Browns cornerback Martin Emerson Jr. was caught on camera holding a tiny Ziploc bag of marijuana on the bench during their preseason game over the weekend. Real or fake? Uh, I I know this. I know this one, Aaron. People thought it was marijuana. (laughs) But it was actually sunflower seed, so I'm going to say fake news. You are fake news. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> no, the, the Browns, they unveiled the turnover bong this year. So, oh, perfect. Yeah, you get an interception or fumble, you get a, take a hit off the turnover bong. <laughs> With sunflower I not, seeds. I did not see the story. I would have believed it was real. So, Did you see the UNLV slot machine? The turnover slot machine? I saw the headline. I did not actually see uh, the, the slot machine itself. <laughs> yes, yes. You force a turnover, you can go and pull the uh, l- the lever on the UNLV sideline. All right. You got one more, Monty? Yeah, I got it. I got it. Bill Clinton and famed sex therapist Dr. Ruth were seen sitting next to each other at Serena Williams' match at the U.S. Open on Monday night. Real or fake? Aaron, you want this? It's real and it's spectacular. They're real and they're spectacular. He's right. It is. I saw it with my own two eyes. Got any tips? That's my Bill Clinton. (laughs) Too soon. Too soon. Got any tips? Uh, All right. He's Aaron Torres. I'm Dan Byer. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you very much to Monty Bolaños for that game. Coming up next, it's the team everybody's talking about that no one's talking about. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 